Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Dustin D-Mac. Oh my D-Mac gosh, it has been so long since it's we recorded like together. It has been so, like a month. So, 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 so long. Basically, as you said right before we jumped on this, we went to imaging together and then we just haven't talked since then. Yeah, pretty much. Because you were traveling all over the world shooting celebrity weddings. Yeah, I mean, in, yeah. Uh, Tokyo? I, Was it Tokyo? Yeah, I, I had to, to shoot my boys. Uh, you know, Brad, Brad Pitts, uh, Matthew McConaughey, um, mm-hmm. Matt Damon, all, all my boys, Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Casey Affleck. Like a, nope. It was like nope, an episode of a, episode of uh, Ocean's Eleven. Adrian Grenier. People, uh, people are calling your new photography studio Ocean's Eleven. I think is what they're calling it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I just just one one wedding in California. I see you put in the show notes that I shot two weddings in California. And... Well, it was like you were shooting something, and then I saw Jen post. They're like, "Hey, we're getting up to shoot." A wedding, and I was like, wait, I thought you shot a wedding yesterday. And I was like, are they shooting two weddings? No, dude. So I didn't no, know if you guys just, maybe shot the rehearsal or uh, just we showed up to the rehearsal venue. and uh, yeah, just to meet like the parents and everything, get on good terms with everyone. Mm-hmm. It's mostly a gen mm-hmm. thing to do that kind of stuff. Me, I would have like just stayed at Joshua Tree with Ulysses all day, just rolling. Isn't yeah. that place sick? Like climbing those rocks? Yeah. Yeah, except I was the only one who would climb the rocks because, like, Jen and Maria were, like, dressed in, like, clothes not for climbing, and Ulysses mm. would only go, like, halfway up. I was Chicken like, shit. <laughs> I was like, come all the way up with me, Ulysses. And he's like, nah, nah, dog. <laughs> That's how Ulysses See? talks, too. <laughs> he says nah, dog, all the time. It's so weird. See, next time, I've got to go with you guys because, as Steven knows, I am fearless. Oh, yeah. Fear- That's what they call you, Fearless Dustin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's right. I got good life insurance. Yeah, fearless but my life insurance agent isn't listening. Um, <clears throat> and speaking of fearless, uh, we're actually doing uh, a bridal show this weekend. Oh, how'd that go? Well. And by this weekend, do you mean like two weekends ago? Three weekends ago? No, we have one coming up. We have one. Com- well, we did one. We're not counting that. That was like an awful. We talked to like two brides. Um Okay. Okay. I think, I think what, what, what I'm feeling needs to go on here. It's been like a month since we talked a month, a month since like the, the, the listeners of our podcast got like a update on Dustin's life. So DMAC, uh, what happened? You, you got in to shoot a bridal show for free. Didn't even have to pay for the booth. Give us the deets. Correct. I did a bridal show for free. Real last minute. Actually, Steve was with me when they called and they were like, Hey Dustin, you're going to make our bridal show legit. We want to attract brides. We need your name on this thing. I said, Bullshit. I know. What, what am I going to do? How can I say no to that? Yeah. How can you say no to a load of bullshit you just made up? And like most things in my life, uh, I can't half-ass them. So Lily uh, built, Lily's our like studio manager. Mm-hmm. She built these beautiful walls. So is um, it you who couldn't half ass it or is it your studio manager who couldn't half ass it? 
our company. Or let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. Was it your studio manager's dad who felt bad for her that you tasked her with building the walls who couldn't half-ass it? Because I feel like that's the story I heard. A home renovation company. Um, So for him to build these walls, it was like, you know, me playing with a yo-yo. Um, do you play with yo-yos a lot? Are you a world champion yo-yoist? Semi-pro. Yeah. Semi-pro. I lost in the quarter semis. Anyways. Uh, what was your yo-yo name day. on the streets, on the mean streets, the yo-yo streets, yo-yo what they call Mick, you? Yo-yo Mickey. Really? That's where you yeah, went? I, yo-yo Mickey? Mick, Mick Kibben. Yo-yo Mickey. I love it. I love it. I, I watch a lot of Ray Donovan. Anyways, um... That's a reference you won't understand, Steve, because you don't watch Ray Donovan. don't watch Ray Donovan. That is correct. Um, But yeah, so I did this bridal show um, and I got into the groove and I was like, I forgot how much I miss bridal shows other than standing on my feet for five hours talking to aimless strangers. Um, Other than that, I loved it. And so we had all the material, we had all the photos, everything printed for that show that I decided to go ahead and sign up to do another bridal show. And then I realized my wife had scheduled my son's birthday party the same day that I booked this bridal show. So you canceled your son's birthday party? (laughs) Uh, Almost. (laughs) So I decided this was a good opportunity to give myself a kick in the ass to get our associate brand rolling. So we're actually Mm, going to debut the associate brand at the bridal show. So you're not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. I'm going to go there and set everything up and then hand over the baton to my amazing associates and walk away. More than one associate now. Yeah, we've, we've had two. What's, well, what's the name of this associate manager, brand? Uh, Union Chapel Photo. Mm, that's, that, that doesn't feel like soups weird to you? Because there's like a million churches out there called Union Chapel. You didn't think to yourself, maybe, maybe, this, maybe this makes me sound like I'm aligned with a certain church. A church that there's like a million of throughout the uh, United States of America. Nope. 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 Nothing. Nothing there for you. No, I thought I live near a road called Union Chapel, and everything along that road is called Union Chapel something or other. Is it maybe and because there's a church on the road called Union Chapel, like a historical church or something? I don't know. No. Could it be that most 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 cities and towns in Indiana seem to have some sort of church called Union Chapel in them at some place, like uh, Selma Union Chapel, uh, Muncie Union Chapel, Fort Wayne Union Chapel, uh, you know, Wabash Union Chapel, all these different like little places. Now we have a Union Chapel photography. <laughs> You're not concerned at all with the ethics of basically picking a church name for your company name. Uh, I don't know. It really, I'm really bad with names, as you can tell by my video company name, Big Burrito Creative. Um, or I'm really great at names, depending on how you look at that side of that coin. I mean, if um, you want to con people into a religious experience <laughs> with their photography, you'd pick the right well, name. We are, we are based in uh, Northeast Indiana. So you didn't want to call all your yeah. uh, photography business something like United Methodist Photography. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't think Union Chapel is a denomination. Did, did you think about calling it like the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Photographers, <laughs> Latter Day Saintographers? Um, but so far, all of my uh, market testing has showed positive results on the naming. 
Or um, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saint photographers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A book of Mormon photographers was already taken. That would have been a good one. But no, I think it, uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm optimistic about the bridal show. Um, I'm not done one personally, like of this size in about six years. So we shall see how it goes. And you're also not doing this one. Just to be clear, you haven't done one of this size in like six years. You're also not doing I have this not, one. I have not participated in it. I feel mm-hmm. a part of it Still because my money not is participating. paying for it. <laughs> and it's a lot of my money yeah. because I go all in on these kind of things. Well, I hope that the Church of Phototology will be well represented there. <laughs> Uh, like we're building out an, an ivy wall um, mm-hmm. for one section of our backdrop. That'll be what I'm doing tomorrow. So that'll be uh, real fun. Real mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds like a blast. So much. Mm-hmm. Blast off. Blasty blast. Mm. <laughs> Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> Blasty blast? Doesn't... So how is... Uh... California, though. You uh, didn't really California. tell me about you it. talk about the California? Wedding. I don't really care about Ulysses. I just want to hear about the wedding. I'm still bitter that you cheated on me with Ulysses. But. Whoa. Well, buddy. Are you harshing on my what? vibe? You harshing on Ulysses and I's vibe? I mean, he was sending me pictures of the two of you like yeah, all week. We're out there. We're vibing. You know? That's cool. Uh, no, California was awesome. Got to uh, spend some time with Ulysses. Uh, he does the Wedding Photo Podcast, for those of you who don't know. It's a great podcast about wedding photography. Uh, also got to hang out with Alex Bruce, one of our listeners, while we were out there. Met him at a Belgian beer bar slash sausage bar. This is Sausage Fest. is fantastic. Mm. I know how you love your Sausage Fest. Yeah. So that was a great time. Uh, also, got to hang out with my Were there friend. Any sword fights? Sword fights at the sausage? No, nope, no sword fights. Mm, gotcha. That's always disappointing. Yeah. Also, got to spend some time with my friend um, Kyle, who does the mm-hmm. LOLJK podcast, uh, which is like a comedy podcast where they discuss weird, gross stuff, and it's very funny. So it was a good trip, mm. man. It was a great trip. On our way out there, Jen yeah, was like concerned. Because we wanted to hang out with one of our friends who we like went to college with, but she was unable to hang out because like her boyfriend was coming into town. And it was like a huge bummer, you know. And then uh, at the airport on our way out there, I was like walking to get something, and I just see her like walking through the airport, and we had no idea she was in Indy. We thought she was in Chicago and flying back to California from there. So it was like it's like a good trip, man. Like. Like, there were, like, random occurrences and meetups and, like, you know, just all sorts of good stuff. Plus, the wedding we shot was really cool, too. So, are you going to, did this wedding get you another California wedding? Like, I feel like you are Mr. California now. That would be so cool, but I don't think that's how it works, man. What is this, year three in a row with a California wedding? No, man, last year was just an engagement sesh, you know? I would I would love to be in the L.A. area more. I I really like that area. Yeah, so that'd be cool. That'd be real cool. Um, I prefer the area yeah. around Ulysses. Jen and I went to Disneyland. Yeah, I went to Galaxy's Edge. 
Yeah, I saw. We were not going to talk about I it. Star Wars. We're not going to talk about Star Wars it. all over the place. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. They had to so close good. it down the next day. Yeah, they did. They were like, yeah, we got Van Elked all over this place. <laughs> they were scraping the Van Elk off the ceilings. It's gross. They are like, we had to get the biggest thing at Costco bleach we could find. It was... It was not a wonderful place. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Disney, I mean, Mickey got the day off. That's that's what I heard. Not Chewbacca or Baby Yoda. <laughs> they still had to no, come in work. They had earned their keep. They were the ones scraping the Van Elk off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> so many connotations there. Yeah, what I was are like you a drinking kid in, in a candy tea? store. It was, it was like almost as good as being at Harry Potter World, you know, the Wizarding World. Almost I have to good. imagine it's better than that. Have you been to the You're Wizarding World? Harry Potter? Potter? Yeah. Have you been yeah, to the... I've been. So I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than I am a Harry Potter fan. That much is true. Wizarding yeah. World of Harry Potter, though. Soup's cool. Soup's cool, bro. They have a... Uh, they got, you know, they got the butterbeer. The butterbeer is good. They got the specialty uh, specialty beers made for the Wizarding World. Star Wars didn't have any of that. All they had was blue milk that wasn't even milk. It was from Chewbacca. <laughs> No, it's from the it's from the six six titted beast that or four titted beast that Luke was milking. <laughs> mm. So wait, they don't. Oh, I guess it's Disney. They're not all about the alcohol. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't true. know how it would be if I went to Disney had, World. Uh, like hard lemonade. Dis- so Disney World, you can get alcohol in all the parks except Magic Kingdom. The only place you can get alcohol is if you go to like a sit down restaurant. I don't know what the rules are at Disneyland. I just know that I didn't see any alcohol except for at the like sit down restaurants. And it was like a specialty event that we were at. It was like Sweethearts Night or something for the Disney After Dark series that they do every year. So. Disney After Dark. Yeah, dude. It sounds so nasty, right? Now you know why they're Come sc- here and Van Elk all over the place. And the Van Elk off everything. Jeez. Oh, man. Woo. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. Woo-wee. Now that we lost all new listeners, mm. uh, Steve, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I am drinking a Sufferfest Head Start. It's a stout brewed with coconut water and added coffee. Ooh, coconut water. That sounds like almost like a California beer. I, I found it here in Indiana. I don't know where they brew it. Uh, no, it's good. It's, it's got a good coffee taste to it. A very uh, nice flavor. It's a smooth style. Real smooth. Um, so what does coconut water do for a beer? <laughs> Should if I know? <laughs> of course. The most beer-centric person I know knows nothing about beer. I'm guessing the coconut water is why it has more of like a sweet flavor, more of like a smooth like sort of thing to it. But smooth I've had uh, sweet beers before that had no coconut water, so I don't really know. This beer does taste pretty fresh, though. I'll say that. So mm. Interesting. It's like a fresh stout, which are two words I never thought what I would I would string together in the beer world. Yeah, I am uh, not drinking a beer tonight because I am super sick. And, uh, but I did have the distinct privilege of photographing at a brewery today, uh, for a local brewery. And the first thing I thought of when I went into this brewery was like, God, I would love to bring Steven here. This place is so cool. And then I started seeing what kind of beers they had. And I was like, oh man, even more reason to bring Steven here because he will hate all of these beers and I would love all of them. Was it like all sours? Mmm... Uh, not necessarily uh, all sours. It was just all like 
very experimental type combinations like peach beers and like fruit infused things and they had um they did have a peanut butter beer yeah um things like that and i'm like ah oh, steven steven doesn't like it when you play play god with beer peanut butter beer can be nice just not for me not for me what? bro uh but of course the guy's like yeah do you want anything and i'm like sitting here like barely able to breathe trying to take these photos and i'm like as much as i'd like to i don't want it to mess with my cold medicine it's the only thing keeping me alive sorry buddy that sounds rough yeah but it was fun i was like shooting for breweries because i always feel like this would be something better suited for steven and jen but here i am somehow the universe keeps bringing me back you know just refer that out i'll, I'll come up to fort wayne to shoot it spend the day with you as long as I'm the one that gets paid, I'm totally fine with that. Mm, uh, I mean, if yeah, yeah, like if you paid me to come shoot it for you, that'd be fine. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, y- you keep a cut, and I still mm. get to shoot it at a brewery. That's all good. Yeah, I was trying to get a gift card out of him for next time I came, so that way, since I was like not taking advantage of his free generosity during the shoot, I was like, yeah, but if you want to give me something, uh, I'll come back. I didn't say it like that, obviously. I wasn't like a needy little beggar boy. No, no, no. I I, I was with you at Imogene. I know you can be a needy little beggar boy. They call me Timmy. Oh, Dustin, I see for once in the entire history of our podcast, you've actually added things to our show notes for the episode. Uh, so, Dustin, you want to you wanna, you wanna talk about some stuff? Do we need to thank anyone? I feel like it's been a while. We haven't recorded. We Should do. We yes. Uh, you know, we we need to thank listener Goreng Bat. He has joined the Patreon at the $5 tier. Uh, so every single week he gets new episodes of Stephen Doesn't Say the World. He gets a little bit of that ear candy. Yeah. A little bit of those gems floating through his earphones. Mm. So he, he joined I and like a him. week later he was like, I am entirely caught up on the Patreon content totally worth it i was like thanks dude like that's real nice to hear he's a good and then you're he's like a good go guy. up to the ten dollar month and you can get secret secret episodes nope nope i'm not putting more work <laughs> into it are you doing these secret <laughs> secret episodes yeah i am that's why they're so secret even you haven't subscribed steven at the ten dollar a month Oh, Dustin. Only, only so for the top tier listeners. So you want to talk about Gear Talk. Um, you want to talk about this new oh, Nikon D6? Did you put this Gear Talk in the show notes, Steven? You 100% know I did not. <laughs> uh, I've just been having a lot of listeners uh, message me asking me my thoughts on all this gear that's come out in the last few weeks. And since we haven't recorded a fresh take episode, I figured let's just cram it all in and boil it down to the nuts and bolts, if you know what I mean. Uh, latest yeah, from the two major flagship you gonna cameras. Nut? Which uh, one's that, making you that nut? Van Elking. We call that Van Elking. I'm okay um, with that. <laughs> um, so Nikon rolled out with the new Nikon D6, um, which is their flagship camera. It is their pro body, their beast of a camera, their six thousand five hundred dollar camera that they just came out with to replace the D5. Um, or the D4, if you're like me and you still have that. Um, and it's a little bit underwhelming to me, 
personally. Um, I had a lot of people reach out and say, oh, the D6 is out, Dustin. Do you wish you would have stayed with Nikon now? Um, and no, the answer is no. I, I saw nothing that I was like, wow. I mean, wow. it's four megapixels more than what the D4 had. I don't even know what the specs are on the D5. And um, the ISO is supposed to be crazy, but all cameras have crazy good ISO anymore. I mean, I don't, it's like saying, oh, it's got night vision mode. That's might as well be what they say when they talk about ISO. It's now. not even a camera lens. It's actually cat eyes. Yeah. Secretly, actually, there's a cat that lives inside it. Actually, I, w- I would buy that camera in a Harvey. <laughs> that sounds really cool. Dude, can you think about like how neopunk that would be to <laughs> get cat eye lenses? That, that oh, would man. be uh, not useful. That would um, be so useful. Think, think how good in... it can see in the dark. They uh, they built in GPS, uh, which I don't know for most photographers that's kind of useless. If you're uh, landscape travel, okay, I don't give good. a crap about any of this. Just say how you feel it would work for you if you wanted it, or why you don't want to use it. It, it would be an you overpriced piece of Overpriced? It's no, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Um, my favorite part of the demo video that got released is it has built-in Wi-Fi, but then they also tell you that you can plug in their Wi-Fi thing on the side for better Wi-Fi, thus saying the built-in Wi-Fi is there, but it's not very good. So we recommend you using this other accessory that's like $150. Wow. Wow. That's a really crappy thing to do, especially in your demo. Hey, we built in Wi-Fi undercut. (laughs) It's not good. Here's this other thing. It's not good. It's just like, but we still support this even better Wi-Fi accessory that we put out last year. I'm like, but I would think if you have built-in Wi-Fi, would wouldn't need that. But by you telling me that, obviously, I still need that because your built-in Wi-Fi is gonna suck. Mm-hmm. But that's really it. It's gonna be two XQD card slots or two CFast um, card slots. They're uh, getting rid of Compact Flash which I think a lot of people are going to be bummed out about, but maybe not. I would be if I had a bunch of compact flashcards. Wait, are you talking about Canon now or Nikon? Nikon. Okay. Still Nikon. I don't think, do we need to talk about Canon? Did they put out anything impressive? Yeah, not that I know of. So. Okay, cool. <laughs> I feel like we can cool. move on. We don't need to talk about the rumored EOS R5. Rumors confirmed, but, you know, we don't the need to talk about that. Yeah laundry list of wish list items that any Canon photographer ever wanted in a camera and got yeah. according to these rumor confirmed situational photos of this EOS R5. Yeah. I mean, it sounds I mean, you won't want good. this. Sounds This wouldn't good. be something you would Van Elk over. I'm, I'm looking right now on Google and I'm seeing that the price listed for the Canon EOS R5 is 9,999 euros. So that's what, a couple hundred bucks U.S.? <laughs> it's like $10,000 U.S. It's very similar price-wise. There's no way it can be <laughs> 10. It's not going to be more than their uh, 1DX series. Yeah, that's. I think it's a bogus thing. I think somebody just put that on somewhere. Somebody's trying to get pre-orders going or something? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, 10,000 euros is 10,789.5 USD. 
That's right. Almost an $11,000 camera. There's no way that's true. Yeah. And then once you convert into Trump dollars, it's like 500 bucks. Like another 500 bucks added on top because of tariffs. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're yeah. saying? Because I don't, I don't think, I don't think his tariffs make, make things cost less. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Ah, thanks for bringing politics into this episode. It's uh that's something everyone always loves to hear about. Dustin, let's, uh, you know, it's been so long. We have oh, I want to so... know, is this the camera you're going to get? No. It's going to have two card slots, I don't, 8K video, I don't even 12 know. frames per second, a new a new sensor, don't even know the price. body image stabilization. Don't even know the price. We know it's going to be between three dollars and $4,000. Don't even know the price. So not it's really even worth talking about. It's going to be the same as a 5D Mark IV. Mm-hmm. Let's do some Q&A. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Dustin, we got a lot of Q&A to catch up on. We basically took up. a month off, so. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve. Dustin, we're starting out here. Lynette from a random Facebook photography group says, if you were cheated on, do you stay or no way? What do you consider cheating? A debate I'm having with friends. ETA, nothing with me personally for those that know me. That was What's from a photographer edited to add, though uh, normal people see ETA and think estimated time of arrival. Time of arrival. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there's like this new thing on Facebook or Reddit where when people edit their things, they're like ETA. And it's like that already, that acronym already exists and has a very defined meaning. Pick something else. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that would really annoy me. It annoys the hell out of me. Uh, so, Dustin. <laughs> This is mm-hmm. posted in a photography group, so yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was better worth place. Can one get marital advice on than uh, in a photography group? <laughs> it is a group of sound individuals with great uh, advice. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No. <laughs> so that's no. What do you consider <laughs> cheating? Says, no. What know. do you consider cheating? Like I consider um, cheating, like when I, you own like a Nikon camera and then you have to like shoot video and like you get some Sony cameras and the next thing you know mm. is like you're a Sony boy you're a Sony pony and uh you're, you're a Sony pony you're completely off the Nikons you know uh wh- we, what do you think over there my Sony thing? pony can we make that a thing where anyone who shoots Sony is now considered a Sony pony I don't know you tell me Sony pony you get new saddlebags for your Sony pony has that glass on your Sony pony over there? No, I like I like there. the saddlebags yeah. thing. That, that makes sense. That could be you know your camera bag uh, that that fits with the pony stuff. Glass doesn't really fit with ponies that much. I still like it. Uh, what do I consider cheating? Cheating is when um, you do a podcast with someone for about four years. Um, they go off to california and they have an intimate relationship with the host of another podcast um also photography related and we call um, this an emotional affair intimate intimate photos of that um i would say that's uh emotional cheating and spiritual in some regards (laughs) dustin are you really upset about this (laughs) only if it makes ulysses upset ulysses is also a sony pony (laughs) 
<laughs> you know me, I'm a pony boy. I think, uh, from what I've heard, Ulysses is a Sony stallion. Wow. Wow. It's going to make him so uncomfortable to listen. I'm going to have to send him this episode before we post it. Damn it. You've just made more work for me. Oh, the ethicalness of our podcast where Stephen cares what others think. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> if you were, che- I mean, do we really need to go on? Don't do you stay or no marital- way? Do you stay or no way? Don't. Uh, so your your response to this question, which was asked in a prominent photography group with like. 25,000 people in it is just if you go on a Facebook group to ask for advice maybe maybe you're not mature enough to be in that relationship in the first place is that where you're going with this what horrible thing did you want to say that would make everybody squeam and think oh yuck I was going to just say um, my sister was recently like almost cheated on I don't Mm. know that the cheating ever happened um, but it was in the progress of happening and she caught it and left the relationship and, um, and now she's gone from the relationship of two or three years and she's thinking about going back and I'm like, hell's no. Doesn't, are you sure you can share this personal story on the podcast? This is your family. Um, and this is my podcast. Is it? Yeah, it's fine. Because she knows how I feel. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Here you were saying we can't do this podcast and make more enemies. Uh, my family's fine. They're fine. Jackie Jormp Jump. Jackie Jormp Jump. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you're making me queasy. I thought we were going to have fun with this question, and then you had to make it real personal and serious. Now it's, you said, now it's what sad. are you going to say to make everyone queasy? Yep. Yep, you did it to me. You did it to Aldrich, me. Aldrich Mientz from our very own Facebook group sent in this question he found on a random Facebook group. Oh, gosh. AKA isn't doing whoa. Steven's job for him. <clears throat> Can we just take a moment to thank Aldrich? Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Somebody went and found some crazy stuff in a random Facebook group and sent it in to us. I mean, just, Which you know, we encourage if you guys see crazy random shit out there, send it on in. Yeah, the more stuff you send in, the better it is for me. <laughs> All right. In search of a photographer, this is something he found in a group in search of a photographer due to unforeseen circumstances, our wedding budget had to take a major hit. Since I'm a photographer, I have an odd request. Is there anyone in here around... Can I say this city? Is that allowed? I have no idea. I'll say, is there anyone in here around the blankety blank city and would like to do a wedding around three to five hours and then hand over the SD cards I will provide at the end of the evening? You would be paid for your time at the wedding. I just can't take the photos myself. I will edit, call, provide SD cards, and you would be free to any RAWs you want for your portfolio, please message me. My wedding is April 25th. I would say in response to this. I love, I think that what the, the, the biggest thing is, 
that he's trying to show is that right under there, there is a comment from someone that says, I would love to, this is my Instagram. <laughs> Check me out. That's just my new response to everything I see in a Facebook group. Anytime somebody has a question, <laughs> here's my Instagram. Oh gosh. I feel like, I feel like there's a reason why this, this wedding photographer doesn't already have a wedding photographer and it's because they probably started out with this and the, the wedding budget thing sounds to me kind of like, Kind of like, oh, I'm looking for an excuse so I can do this terrible thing that I would never do myself, but that I want to do because I want to edit my own photos. I feel like that's what it really comes down or, to is they really like just want to edit their own photos. Due to unforeseen circumstances, in parentheses, my fiance blowing the budget on florals and me refusing to give up my open bar, our wedding budget has taken a major hit. Like that's what mm. I like to see kind of that part I think got edited out of the original post due to unforeseen circumstances. Uh, you know, we found a wedding videographer we really, really, really liked and just blew our whole budget on them. Nothing left for photos. Is that, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, if, no, if nobody wants to do this, the, the wedding videographer did say they could pull JPEGs from the footage, you know, export some stills. It's all good. But I would prefer to have Roz, so. I, I have told the story, right, where I was second shooting a wedding. So many times. Okay. So many times. Okay. I just can never get over that. It will always be for be with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm always paranoid, so I never tell, I never even mention to couples that that is a possibility because I'm afraid of a couple not hiring a photographer because they're like, oh, wait. You can't just pull stills from the whole day? Well, you know that Canon EOS R with the 8K that's coming out? Yeah. You could just pull some stills out of that, you know, 8K. But do you want to? But do you want to? And a Canon EOS R that shoots 8K at 60 frames per second is the rumor? Yeah, you just pull some stills right out of that, baby. <laughs> got it. Mm. You got it, bro. You don't You're need to shoot a terabyte anymore. But... Yeah, it's going to be all good. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Worth it. God, I can't imagine how much footage, how much storage that footage is going to take up. Mm. Unless it's like crazy compressed. Yeah, we shoot 8K, but it is the most shitty 8K you've ever seen. As long as it's got that dynamic range, boy. Um, yeah. So, Dustin, um, would so you ever do this? Would you? Would you go shoot a wedding, just just a wedding, and then hand over the SD cards with the RAWs at the end? Would you, would you, uh, would you, uh, uh yeah, raw dog? Mm -hmm. Would I raw dog another photographer? 100%. One hundo. One hundo Hands P. Hands in the air. Hands in the air, I'd raw dog that photog. <laughs> it's April. I'm not doing anything. I want, I, it's maybe somebody I know, somebody I like. They're like, hey, bro, I don't have money. Nah, dog, fellow photog. I wouldn't raw dog another photog. I'm like, all right, three hundred bucks an hour, man. I come shoot your wedding. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't hand over at the wedding. Jen and I just shot the makeup artist as I'm doing photos of of the makeup artist stuff. Looks at me and says, "Hey, SD card can I take camera. a photo of?" Can I take a photo of the back of your camera of a photo you took of me just now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, no. 
straight up said no because I don't want that representation of my work out there. That that unedited representation of my work. And you're like, and then, hold on, real quick. Let me put a LUT into my camera so I can edit. No, this what I said was, I oh, you have an iPhone, right? Why don't you hand that over to me and I'll do some photos for you on there. You've got portrait mode, right? Yep. Great. I totally did that. Can you, can you just make sure you tag that Stephen Van Elk took these? I was like, you don't need to tag me. It's all good. Don't worry. You think I asked don't her to worry. tag this me? This isn't an iPhone these iPhone photos? Pro Max. No, I just knew um, I didn't dial in my Calvins on the white balance. So I knew I was a little bit yellow and I was going to correct that in post. But I was like, I don't want her to see that I'm a little yellow, you know? And I don't want like people looking at it to see I'm a yellow. little bit yellow. Yeah. Because it was tungsten light. And, you know, I dialed in for tungsten, but it was like in a room with like a little bit of mixed light. And then like I transitioned to the makeup artist room, which was like full blown tungsten. So why don't you just turn the lights off? Uh, there are zero windows in the makeup artist room. Why didn't you bring your sledgehammer? Because <laughs> the, the room where the makeup man. artist was working was the side of a cliff was like one wall. And then the other wall was just like the other rooms and closets and stuff. A sledgehammer wouldn't have done it. I would have had to knock down like a cliff <laughs> or yeah. several like several Burn walls. Your keep, Steve. Oh man! They but come think to of, you for that natural light, man. Think about how ribbity ripped I would have gotten <laughs> working that sledgehammer. I would have come out of there been so buff, dude. I just want, I just want to picture that parody video of you walking into a getting ready location without any natural light, and you just oh, go oh, shirt off, damn, shirt off, sledgehammer to, over the shoulder, muscles rippling. I'm greased up. Van Elk in here. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Van Elk all over this place. Super greased. <laughs> Start pounding <clears throat> through the wall. Only for someone to tell you that the daylight's that way. <laughs> oh, man. Andy from a random Facebook group says, why do people think wedding photographers need to have a flash? Oh, speaking of light. <laughs> <laughs> why do they need to have a flash? Great question, Andy. Um, so glad you asked this in a random Facebook group with the intent of us picking it up and airing it here on the Wedding Photo Hangover mm, podcast. Thanks so much, Andy. Andy Boucher. Andy, I mean, Andy. No, um, no, this is Andy, a videographer, of course. Yeah. Uh, I will say, Andy, um, making the switch from Nikon to Sony, um, I have felt less reliant on flash because of the ability to push my ISO um, and with the ability to see you know, what I'm shooting. You know, doesn't I, I shot with a Sony when I was in California. I didn't tell you about that, did I? What? Yeah, what? I used Ulysses Sony. Why? Not at the wedding. Just like uh, shooting around with him at Joshua Tree and stuff. Just uh, Ulysses wanted some dope pics of him and Maria. So I grabbed dope that pics. Sony. And I, I, felt, I felt like the it's a Sigma 35 millimeter F 1.4 art. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Same, same lens. Jen and I have two of those for our cannons. Yeah. It's a good mm -hmm. lens. I like that lens. It's a great lens. Yeah. A great lens. You know, it's very heavy, but great lens. Yeah. Is it heavy? Is it heavy? Because I got an 85 1.2 that would say that 35 is lightweight, light as a feather. Mm hmm. So I was shooting with that, man. So and I got to tell you, you're it going was on to see weird. how much you loved it. Nah, it's weird, dude. Like you take a photo mm -hmm. 
and then like you can't see anything because you don't have like a real viewfinder. It's like a video feed going up to your eye. So then like people are moving, but like it's trying to show you a picture and you're like, nah, I want to keep shooting, dude. I don't need to see that picture. I need to keep yeah. shooting. And it was super well, weird. turn that off. But it wasn't my camera. Turn so, you know, if I was a Sony pony, I could like, turn, hey, figure out how to turn it off on my own. <laughs> but, you, you know. Get up on that Sony pony. Yeah, since I'm not up on that Sony pony. Um, you know, I, I don't know how to ride. Yeah, I kept going back and forth uh, as to whether or not I wanted to turn that feature off. Um, because it it's only really annoying when you're shooting like toasts and anything with movement it's annoying like we're doing like a walking shot with ulysses and maria walking towards us is so annoying i mean i guess i could have just banged some out it's got that continuous af so i mean it's not going to be out of focus but then it's also kind of like but now i'm banging it out i don't know what my composition looks like anymore you ever bang when Uh, you don't know what the composition looks like how do you how do you uh, how do you, you get the right composition? Compose. No, I'm trying to compose. get everybody into the right places when I'm banging, you know. Everything has to fit. And if it doesn't fit, like, you know, I got I got I got to have eyes on the situation to make sure. But it's like did a you puzzle. enjoy being able to see exactly what the photo was gonna look like as you were shooting it? Depth of field, focus, everything. Uh, Exposure, really? the whole nine yards. I, I didn't feel like it was that big of a deal to be honest. I see. I I felt like it's see. There's a when you shoot with like I don't know a real camera brand like Canon um, (laughs) with the five D Mark IV. There's Mm -hmm. like the thing Mm -hmm. this thing where you like you can see what your exposure is, and like you can turn on like a histogram and Mm -hmm. stuff if you know you want to be a baby about it, and like you can really really get down into the to the deep end there. But it's more than that. You're not only seeing Mm -hmm. exposure, you're seeing color. You're seeing like what the ambient light is doing, which is to get back to Andy's question about flash mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is the ability for me to see quickly using the live view function of the viewfinder, what just bumping my ISO up would do with the color cast. Yeah, on that little, room. little tiny screen, you bump the I- ISO mm-hmm. up. You, you can't see that grain on that tiny little screen, bro. Oh baby. I can, no, bro, I can you can't see, see that grain. That grain. No, no it. man. You're putting out these photos of grainy grainy photos no that it looks like you spilled a bowl of rice on your photos that's how grainy they are recently released from it looks uh, like you chewing weed over those photos that arizona wedding i just dropped i was shooting it looks like like you're using that camera to harvest corn there's so much grain on those photos (laughs) that 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 doesn't even make sense corn and and corn are two different things ah dog corn's a grain corn's a starch it's not a grain. <laughs> it looks like you br- brewing beer with your oats and barley in there, those photos. There you go. Now you're getting better. Um, but I was shooting the entire receptions at like 5,000 ISO. So? <laughs> I'm just saying that it had, not, had it not been for me seeing the live view and seeing what it looked like at 5,000 ISO, I would have gone to my native auto as far as how my brain works of like blasting like more flash so that I can keep more in that 2500 ISO range Mm -hmm. because that's sort of that Nikon safe place so ever since we switched to the uh, 5D Mark IVs it's like 3200 is like good ISO wise you know basically Mm -hmm. 6400 is like yeah that's doable ISO wise so like blasting on my ISO is nothing new for me bro 
something new, but I still like to keep it, you know, around that 25. Whereas with Sony, it's like, I can do whatever. I'm good. <laughs> but you could do that with a Nikon or a Canon or a Fuji. They're all mirrorless now, too. Yeah, but Sony's better. Uh, Sony pony. Get Sony on the pony, pony baby. Yeah. Nay. Buy a token. Mm. Uh, Josh Legrone from our very own Facebook group. Wait, did we answer Andy's question? Uh, wedding photographers need to have a flash because sometimes it's dark. And also, flash, you can create cool, interesting things. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the one that uses it off camera. I do. Trying to piss all the off time. all the videographers. I don't give a I don't give a shit about videographers, bro. Whoa. Until you are the videographer. You look at me. You look at me and you think I give a shit about videographers? Look at me, no. bro. I roll no, up I roll up with a Bluetooth speaker playing music. Shut up. While those videographers are out there shooting. They're like, hey, we got our road mics, our road video mics on top of our Disslers, and we're we're trying to get that our good good Dislers. audio. And I'm like, yeah. And you're going to have that good, good audio, but you're also going to be listening to The weekend. You know what I'm saying? New direction. I mean, it is The weekend. You got to play The weekend, right? Mm. I don't know what this new direction is. Really. Is that like some music. 90s band? Backstreet Boys? <laughs> 98 Degrees? Are you getting a fever? In sync? <laughs> Britney Spears? <laughs> How long can we go? How long do you want to play this game? I thought we were doing boy bands. I don't know. <laughs> you changed the game. No specified rules. Josh Legrone from our very own Facebook group says, something happened a couple weekends ago and I can't stop thinking about it. I would love to know if anyone has heard of anything like this. Long story short, the DJ tells the wedding planner that he won't be announcing the bridal party into the reception. He won't be announcing the dances or basically anything else that's going on throughout the day. The planner asked if I would be willing to announce them. For some reason, I thought it was because he was mute. So I said sure, because I shoot with my wife and she could still get all the shots of the bridal party entering. Wow, Josh, you should have checked with Meg before you just did this, man. And once I was done announcing the dances, I would just put the mic down and go shoot. But then I started thinking about it and remembered talking to the DJ earlier in the day. Seemed like a nice dude. He said that if we needed anything to let him know. So then it clicked. This guy wasn't mute. (laughs) The funniest part to me is during the dancing the dj kept yelling random stuff into his mic and kept saying his name over and over as the songs were playing he also played air horn sounds during tennessee whiskey which was hilarious i wanted to see if anyone in here has had to deal with something similar uh i've had i've had maybe like two or three times this has happened but only once one of those times was a dj um, we did a, a really nice or really what I would call a high end wedding where they hired a DJ from Chicago mm-hmm. to come down and he's like a club DJ. So like, and he was very expensive. I think he cost more than what I cost. Um, and they had to like put him up in a hotel and everything. And he's like, yo dog, like I went, cause I went up to him when we got to the reception, introduced myself, did my whole bit. He said dog. Yeah, dog. He, this was a few years ago when dog was still a thing before cat got popular. And then, um, <laughs> Wait, before cat got popular, cat was popular. Like when our parents were kids, yo, kitten. these cool cats came around the corner. <laughs> they were all 
smoking a jazz cigarette. They were all in black, riding that Sony pony. Um, <laughs> but I went in, I introduced myself. I said, hey, couple's here, man. They're all yours. Um, you know, if you want to line them up, get them ready for introductions. He's like, uh, I don't do, inter- like, what are you talking about? I don't do any introductions. And I'm like, oh, oh, like you don't announce the couple or the bridal party like into the venue? And he's like, dude, I'm a DJ. I I play music. Nice. I'm like, I'm like, okay. That's somebody who right. knows his lane and he knows to stay in his lane. That's right. what I'm saying. Josh, I'm sorry, but this DJ, he knew what he was doing. He's out there on, you know, you know, spinning, spinning those records, playing those good beats. You know, he's, he's got the, the, the booties clapping on the dance floor. You know, he's got, he's got the butt shaking, you know, he, mm-hmm. he, he's doing mm-hmm. his work. He's doing his work and he knows what he's doing. And he's also saying his name. Uh, I'm guessing his name was probably DJ, DJ Legrone. DJ Legrone. Josh, was it you? Are you DJ? DJ Don't Moan Legrone. So his name was DJ Don't Moan, <laughs> which is counterintuitive. You'd usually think that you'd want people to moan, but you know, whatever. He's very afraid of the zombie apocalypse. And, uh, you know, he's just out there and he's playing like, you know, some good old songs. Uh, you know, bye bye, Miss American Pie. DJ Don't Moan. You know, just... <laughs> Getting yeah. it in there, you know? You got to get it in. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give me your best it? DJ Don't Moan. Somebody shared with me a video. I'm trying to remember who this was, but somebody shared with me a video about a DJ who was so good at hyping up the crowd and, like, timing things out with his set list that he could actually time out where he could go to the bathroom and he could during certain parts of the songs, like say stuff on the mic and he would record this on his Snapchat of like, you know, it would show the bathroom door and then like you could hear through the walls of the bathroom, like the music going. And then he pull, you'd see the mic come up and he'd say something like, what, what? And then everyone out in the, in the audience or the wedding party would be like, what, what? And then he'd be like in there just taking a dump. It was like the f- most funny thing I've seen. It's good DJing right there. It's quality execution of I, your time I management I don't skills. 100% know if this is real or not, but I feel like that's a story no, Ulysses totally told real. you. It's, I feel like really? that's a story I Ulysses think told be you. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is a story Ulysses told me. Damn Are you it. cheating on me with Ulysses? Are you cheating on me with Ulysses? No, the question is how did you know that this was a story Ulysses told me? Because I listened to our episodes. Oh, see, I don't. And his Sorry. episodes. <laughs> You've never listened to an episode of his podcast that you weren't on, have you? Uh, I thought it was just that was the only one. <laughs> he just he just made that one. One hit you. wonder. Uh, you know, Josh, I would say this is something that maybe we should be doing as photographers, you know? I'm a photographer. I don't want to, I don't know, make an itinerary for the entire day and a schedule to keep, you know, everybody on time. That should be the wedding coordinator or planner shop. So when the bride and groom ask me to do that good work for them, I just say no when I pass the buck on to the wedding planner or coordinator. You know, that doesn't what what parts of your job would you like to just pass off to somebody else? Um, taking the pictures, probably. If I could, um, I'm a photographer. Photos, I don't and they would the just photos. happen. 
Um, you could just think yeah. the photos and then they happen and you don't even have to show up to the wedding. You've thought them all from home. Yeah, exactly. Like immaculate conception of wedding photos. Wow. First you're bringing up politics. Now you're bringing up religion. Jeez. <laughs> all the big podcasts and uh, no-nos here tonight. Probably being a bad cop. Being a bad cop on a wedding day is like oh. never fun. It's like call a real cop in to do this job, you know? Uh, it's just like as a Midwestern photographer, I don't know if this is everywhere, um, but we tend to get these larger bridal parties mm. and they're always these late 20s type wedding parties of guys who for all intents and purposes seem like they've never drank or they've never had a good time where they were allowed to drink. And they decided this is their moment. This is their moment to shine on the day their best friend is chosen and by shine, to his mean life dull, to another. Because they're going to get so drunk that they can barely stand. And then they're like that guy yeah. who's up there and everybody's like, is he going to puke during the middle of the ceremony? Mm-hmm. 100%. Or and the DJ goes always... to announce like the couple's coming in and it's a DJ who actually does that on like Josh Legrone's DJ experience encounter. DJ no moan. <laughs> And uh, he announces one of the groomsmen and like a bridesmaid and the bridesmaid just walks out alone because that groomsman has passed out somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That happened to you before? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. We've actually had a bride. It was <laughs> a bridesmaid who did it. Uh, threw up all over the table or almost did. Somebody thankfully like caught her as she was getting ready to and they like scooped the chair cover up around her and she threw up into the chair cover and, and then, then when they, she like, was tied done it oh they tied it, it off i thought you were gonna say it. and then when she's done they just dumped it back over her <laughs> and pushed her oh, out God. it was no, a it was real carry situation sister. just instead of blood and animal animal sister. blood it was puke and it was from her own body and and um i have photos of her because the bride asked me to get photos of her uh for blackmail purposes and um Coincidentally, we got to photograph that same sister's wedding this past year. And um, the whole time I kept teasing our past bride who was in the wedding. So is this like going to be revenge? Like, are you going to get like blackout drunk? Jeez, Dustin, come on. You got to let sleeping dogs lie, man. You can't bring that up. We're all going to think you're pregnant if you don't. Wow. 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 You, oh gosh, you probably did say that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like how you say it like that. Like, oh, a normal person oh, wouldn't say gosh, that. Oh gosh, a normal person would Wait, not say that. But you aren't Nor- a normal, normal person, normal, Dustin. Normal people know that like it's, it's rude and impolite to like say to um, somebody that, you know, oh, you're probably not drinking because you're pregnant. Like that's, that's not, you know, workplace appropriate. And as a photographer, you're in the workplace. When you're shooting a wedding. Am oh I? my gosh. Oh. I'm just up on my Sony. Pony, technically, baby. technically you're in the workplace the right now on this podcast and you still said it here too. Phantom producer, Louie Novak. Louie Novak. Slid into my DMs. Mm. Oh, hey Louie. How you doing? So this <laughs> bride wanted me to recreate no. a Pinterest photo, Louie says. I didn't mm. want to, but ended up doing it my mistake i wasn't happy with it so didn't include it in the gallery hats off to louie 
Hats off. Right now, take a second. Take your hat off. Your Patagonia hat over there. Yeah, take that off. Hats off to Louis. My man. My man, Louis Novak. Louis delivered way better photos in his opinion. But now, that bride, she's hung up on this damn shot he didn't include from Pinterest. Oh, Louis. <sighs> she's not happy. And he's not happy. He's not happy with it, but should he just give it to them anyways? Stand your ground, yes. Louis. No, Louis, stand your ground. You didn't give it to him for a reason. You know? You know? <laughs> if you back down now, everybody's going to think you're a chump, Louis. Then everybody's going to be pushing you for those Pinterest photos in the future. You want to be Mr. Pinterest going forward? Is that what you want to be? Mr. You want to change Pinterest. the name of your photography company from Louis Novak's Very Good Photo Company to Pinterest Photo Company. Better than Union Chapel. And it rolls off the tongue. Pinterest, Pinterest Chapel Photography. Pinterest Costal. <laughs> Pinterest Costal. <laughs> photography. Yeah. You know, we can, we can get it. I'm sure there's no copyright. Pinterest Batyrian. <laughs> I grew up in the church. We can do this all day, baby. All day. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah, Louis, I would, um, if they wanted that shot, I would Photoshop it, make it, you know, shine that gem up, shine that poop up to look like a gem. I believe the term is polish that turd. Yeah, but in Ohio they call them poops. Really? really? It's a regional term. Oh, a regional term. A regional term for a turd is poops in Ohio. What other regional terms can you inform us of about Ohio? Come on, Dustin. What do they call a pee? <laughs> call it a whiz. Mm, good, good. That's very nice. Oh, okay. Where the term uh, real whiz dinger came from. Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, man. Louis. This brought to you by Dayquil. <laughs> Louis. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you do it, you're going to do it for every bride going forward. You don't have to tell him, Louis. You don't have to tell him that you did it. Like oh, Steve makes Louis, it seem gotta, like you God, somehow I, get stamped. Like there's a forehead stamp that if you do this, that gets sent to you in the mail. And I got like an idea. The IRS. No, no, I solved the problem, Louis. I solved the problem. You shot the photo. You came home. You were so excited to edit that photo because you knew it was so important to them. And you wanted to do a good job for your clients, you know? Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the but, button. There it is. But there it is. then unfortunately, after you got home. You got abducted by aliens and they took all the photos off your SD cards. Mm. And by all, I mean just that one. They took just that one. They left the rest, but they took because that one. Because it was one. so good. It was so, because it was, it was so, so important to their culture and their understanding of our culture. They're studying mm-hmm. uh, the, the Pinterest photography world. And they were like, this one humans can't have. We need to study this one in greater detail. And you just tell that to your bride and groom. Mm-hmm. Wait, time out. You just tell that to your bride, and uh, now you're good. Now you're good because she's going to know 
that while she can't have the photo personally, the photo is out there somewhere in the universe and people are appreciating that photo. And then when you're done with that and she's completely and totally bought into that proficiently profound lie, um, you, you take that SD card and you just burn it because it's not even worth putting new photos on that one. You can't format the Pinterest off your SD card. So burn your yeah, camera we'll too. It, give it to the bride. Burn your and... camera too because you can't get the Pinterest out of there either. And while you're at it, maybe get a lobotomy because I don't think you can get the Pinterest out of your brain anymore, Louie. Louie, it's over. It's over, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Louie. I, I hate to be the one to inform you of all this. Lou, Louie's listening to this and he's thinking, why did I slide into Steve's DMs for this? What was I thinking doing that? Oh, gosh, you want me to say what I really said to Louie? I said, deliver the photo, never show it anywhere or to anyone else, and move on with life. You'll be See, happier for I this said. going forward. But that's not a fun response, bud. I want you to get into this sandbox with me and build a castle. We're castling over here. Oh. We're kings. Oh, I'm a king. Riding You're a my prince. pony all around. Them. You're a prince, Dustin. Think about that, huh? If any couple, or if, excuse me, any uh, photographer listening to this has a picture. Thanks for listening to another episode pony, of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. Me. If you love the show, please leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts if you want to connect. We're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin, my man, my man, is that Dustin underscore McKibben? And I'm at Stephen Van Elk. We have an awesome Facebook group. You should join it. Just Probably search for Wedding Hangover awesome. on your Facebooks. If you want more content, head over to the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash WPH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next week, after you shoot another wedding. Another wedding. Dun, dun, dun. D-Mac Attack, it's been a long time. What have you been up to? What have you gotten yourself into? What you, what have you gotten those sticky little paws in? What kind of honey? Mm-hmm. What kind of bee juice mm-hmm. you getting at? I finally opened this. I was going to save this for next week's episode. If this is mm-hmm. a beer and you've been on NyQuil this whole time, I'm going to be so mad. Oh, this. This little guy. The Loop Deck? Did a listener give that to you? <laughs> it's just been oh. sitting in your house for like a year? This is the brand new loop deck. Oh, you got a new one? I, f- I just finally plugged this in. I've had it for like I've had it for like two months. And uh You've been loop decking? Yeah. You've been looping? I'm like really really notorious style? for buying gear and then not using it right away. Mm-hmm. Because of the barrier to learn new gear. Mm-hmm. But it seems really cool. I'm hoping I didn't have any, uh, I didn't have that many shoots this week. So uh, I didn't really feel that I could uh, play with it like I thought I would. Mm-hmm. No, that's sad. But I'm thinking it'll make uh, Lightroom editing a lot more fun. Yeah. Well, that's cool. How about you? What have, what have you been up to, Steven? I know you've been jet lagging from California time. Uh, I had to buy one of those compact light stands and have it delivered to Ulysses' house for the wedding because we only had one mm. compact light stand that would fit in our luggage. So I had to get another one. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a kind of cool world to dip dip uh, my foot in for a second. And then, you know, what, the you get to the wedding like and you set it thing? up and you're like, 
oh man, like when we shoot weddings, we use like 12 foot tall, you know, lights, light, light stands. And uh, those compact light stands are only like six, six foot tall. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's just not tall enough for what we do. So it was, uh, you so know, you it broke out it the was, power drill and you just mounted the flashes to the wall. To the, to the band speakers, actually. I drilled straight into them. I was like, don't worry, I'm going to miss the count. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was great. Uh, I took one of those like little shoe things you can put on the bottom of a flash. So it just like stands up, you know? Put that mm-hmm. on one of the flashes while we were shooting the wedding so I could set it up on like a table or something, you know? And mm-hmm. it almost uh, immediately felt like, oh, that clicked in real hard. That didn't feel right. It was stuck. It's beautiful. Mm. It's a great, great time. I got it off. Mm. But there was like a moment of panic there. I got it off and the flash still there. worked after I got it off, so... I've been there where I get a um, like a where you get off young Nuo transmitter. Tell, tell us, like tell everybody how you get off of a flash. Uh, I use young Nuo, and I go, I do this kind of jerky motion back and forth with a little bit of a swivel until it loosens at just the right oh angle. Gosh, what did I do? Pull. What did I do? Doesn't have you been, you been watching anything new? You been you been reading any anything books? You been new. consuming any music? Oh, I finally succumbed to your wife's recommendation. Succumb, succumb, succumb. Nope, succumb was the right word. I was just saying dumb stuff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, the good place. Ooh, you like it? Uh, I did, and then it, it, like most shows, it really gets a little too far for me, mm-hmm. where it doesn't feel quite so funny anymore. Yeah, yeah. But I have not. Uh, Hulu doesn't have season four, so I'm like waiting. Or Netflix, wherever wherever I was watching it, doesn't have season yeah. four. I think it's on Netflix, and then like season four is on Hulu. They only have the most recent three episodes, though, so I can't start at the beginning of season four on Hulu. That's what it was. Yeah, unless you buy Hulu, then you could watch it all. I have Hulu. I own Hulu. Then I don't understand what the problem is. You should be able to watch a show. Uh, nope, you can only, they, NBC, for whatever reason, the rights or issues they have, you can only watch the most recent three episodes, and the same goes for NBC.com, unless you have, like, a cable provider, which I do, and, and it's for Comcast, whatever reason, and Comcast, Comcast owns NBC. Which I thought was owned NBC, does not work. Mm. I tried. Sad, man, sad. Yeah. <sighs> Do you watch The Good Place, or was that just a Jen show? Uh, I have not started into it yet. I watched the first episode, and I liked it, but then I got sidetracked with other stuff. Not important, you know, what I got sidetracked with. I was like, no. Sorry about that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I got real into Shit's Creek. So mm. good. I watched, like, all of it on the plane rides to and from California. I was going to work on podcast stuff, but... um. We had to like yeah, move. I know. I know you were. We were going to have an yeah. episode. We you know, we had to move everything out of our bag, our carry on like luggage into like our personal bag, you know. And when I did that, mm-hmm. I accidentally um, moved the headphones that have like a cord that can plug into my Mac into the carry on luggage, which was then checked luggage, um, so that I could fit like cameras and lenses in my personal item. So it was a it was a great mm. great time on the way out there. 
super, super stressful for a few minutes while I was moving everything. But everything made it, and it was all good. So I guess we could have just left nice. the cameras in the, in the yeah. carry-on. You should have. Oh, gosh, no. No. Never, never you guys, trust that. You guys traveling anymore this year, or is that is this kind of it? Uh, I mean, like... Personal travels, yeah. For work, for work. Oh, for work. Uh, I don't. Know I don't yet. know what personal travel is. I d- I don't know what that means. I don't know if we're doing any more work travel this year. The year's it's still still early in the year, so who knows? I have a uh, a lot. This is going to be a super travel heavy year for me. Doesn't can we talk about one thing though that I've been dying to discuss with you ever since imaging? Hmm. I'm nervous. We went to a karaoke bar. No. We didn't. I don't you, recall this. You you chose at the karaoke bar to sing a song and to put my name down. So I should had to sing this the song be with saved you. for the imaging episode? No. If that episode should ever see the light of day? No. Uh <laughs> so so that our listeners can each get a free canvas from CG Pro Prince. Stop Dustin. Uh, what what was the song that you chose for us to sing? I don't know that so much that I chose it as that fate chose it. Mm, it like wasn't it fate. Felt like divine fate intervention. Doesn't choose songs. I don't know from the Amish paradise, mm. and they were like, "Oh, from the Amish paradise." What, was it white and nerdy? Lives? Isn't that where fate lives? He sits there, eats his spam in a can, and he, you know. Yeah, deals out I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we're just living that polka life, yeah. baby. So, Dustin, what I want to know is if you could pick any karaoke song to sing in the entire world, what mm-hmm. would it be? Uh, probably none, because I am really bad at memorizing lyrics from songs because I don't listen to music. The, the words are up there on the screen. You can read them off. You still got to know the rhythmic manner in which they're sang. You have songs that you've sang that you know the rhythmic no, manner. I don't. I don't. Doesn't Steve, transport us back. You have to go up on the stage to sing a song. Just you. I'm mm-hmm. not up there with you this time. Yeah. What song is it? That go. What's your favorite song? Pick a song. Any song. Um, probably anything from Linkin Park. Is that your that's, final answer? It'd probably be the only thing I'd have memorized because that's the last CD I've ever bought. From back in middle school. Wow. Wow. Man, I, I forget how much younger you are than me. Like you, you you were like, that's the last CD I bought in middle school, and I'm like, I was in college and still buying CDs. <laughs> well, see that you gotta remember it went buying CDs and then Napster became a thing. Oh, and fair so point. I was in college I and no burning longer. CDs. That is exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, I played a lot of Tony Hawk growing up, and on the Xbox, you could uh, dub over your CDs over the um, levels mm. in Tony Hawk, and I only had one CD, and that was Linkin Park, and so I would hear that over and over and over again while I was playing. And so that's the only songs that I have like ingrained in my mind. How much time do you spend on Tony Hawk? Oh, so much time. I had every version of Tony Hawk ever. 
Nice. Well, maybe nice. not ever. I'm sure yeah. there's more new versions, but like I think Tony Hawk Four. Yeah. Like the last one before I stopped playing video games. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I had Tony Hawk on my PC, not even like on a gaming console. Why? I did because my brother had it. Pretty certain it was illegal. <laughs> I didn't ask any questions. Yeah. I just played it. I'm just like one of those like oddly sentimental guys because it was like one of the first games I had on N64 when it's N64 a was a thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have to just keep buying this because it's such a good classic game that they didn't ever really change. <laughs> yeah. Best games don't need to change. I mean, you can still get a lot know, out of the playing Super Mario. Is, I never, I never even really like skateboarding or I never skateboarded. I never like was into skate culture. I really like Tony Hawk. You didn't have like a board and some jinkos when you were a kid? Maybe. No, nothing. Okay. Wow. I did like one kick flip once on a buddy's board and like almost broke my nose. And I'm like, eh, this, this face right here, this is what's going to get me through my life. So I can't break How this. incredibly wrong you were. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew it was going to be my voice? Who knew it was going to be my voice? Oh, wow. Well, I, I love it. Linkin Park, which, which song? You got to pick a song. Oh, wow. Narrow it down. Know. Let's do it. Probably in the end. Nice. Give, Did you give listen to Linkin Park? Give us a few lines. No. My, I barely have a voice. After all, I have a big... in the end... It doesn't even. Am I getting the words right? Hmm? Am I wording it? You're actually. Is, yeah, are those words? Pretty close. So, what would you sing, Stephen, if you were to go up and do karaoke? Mm. A good, mm. a good Beatles ballad. Mm. No, no. I, Little John McCartney. You know, I thought about this, and if I had to sing something, because I'm not particularly fond of my inability to sing well. Um, think i'd sing a song by phantom planet if they had it highly doubt they would off their negatives uh negatives two uh the album released those like all b-sides negatives one and negatives two and it's called the snake and it's 19 seconds long mm. and the whole song just goes uh this one's called the snake and it's short eve don't go with adam go with me in and out, it. done, done. But I mean, given given the karaoke bar we were at and how much cigarette smoke there was there, I'd probably go with a different song by Phantom Planet called "The Guest," because like the chorus of "The Guest" is, "Would you please put out that cigarette?" I'm the guest, <laughs> and I'm getting sick of it. And I would love to have just sang that over and over again to the people in that bar. That'd have been great. Plus, if I sing "The Snake," like it kind of makes me sound like I'm trying to convince somebody to like you know, leave their spouse for me. And like, I don't know if I can deal with the connotations of like being Satan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially cause we were sharing a room and I mean, it could have been weird. Yeah. For yeah. you. <laughs> or you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was it, man. That was it. That's all I, that's all I wanted to know about our good, good time at Imaging. I did realize, uh, when we left Imaging that on the drive there and on the drive home, we literally talked almost the entire time and you didn't do the thing to me on either one of the drives where like you just 
call somebody on the phone and talk for like an hour and then I'm held hostage next to you. The, it was a good time. I didn't realize we had the ability to talk to each other for five hours straight anymore. I thought, you know, we we blew all of our talking to each other time on this podcast. And if we were stuck in a no, car with you, each other. You blow all our talking time together on this <laughs> podcast. Anytime I try to talk to you, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold that. Save that for the podcast, <laughs> Dustin. I'm trying to make a show here. And, and then I retreat quietly back into my corner and await my call. Await your call. <laughs> do you do the same thing with your wife when she tries to talk to you about something? You're like, whoa, 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 Jen, is this wetted material? Is this wetted material? Oh, all the time. Let me get the mics out. Let me get the mics and out. And Jen's like, this is not wetted material. I'm going to murder you if you say that again. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, no, it's all good. So it definitely is. <laughs> so it definitely is. I'm glad we're on the same page. This anger, this animosity, Jen, listeners love this. Eat this up. Mm-hmm. It's ranking really well in Wyoming. <laughs> it's Wyoming? <laughs> yeah, don't I you think, guys have a test group in Wyoming? Yeah, I think, I think that's going to do it for us here tonight on the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. Thank you so much for talking with me, Dustin. Always, Steven. Have a great night. Have a good weekend, Steve. I'm Are ready we, for the freaking we, weekend, baby. Get on your Sony pony. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!